0: Hi, my name's Nicole. I have been uh, working with Rachel for the past several months. And I would just say, you know, she's a wealth of knowledge. She's natural at what she does. She gives you, you know, advice that I think you can use every single day. She's super real, leads you down the right path. Um, I've enjoyed every moment of it. Uh, Her skin camp is exceptional for anyone that wants to take a bit of a deeper dive. It's like being in the bathroom with Rachel. She guides you through everything. She's super passionate about it. You have the ability to watch it over again. Um, By far worth all the investment. I go back to it all the time for reference hey everybody welcome back to the rachel varga podcast today i have a very special guest we have joining us taj tohan from vancouver british columbia I would describe Taj as a multi-passionate, awesome human. We met many years ago through my work in cosmetic rejuvenation, and he represents a laser distributor of which I consider to be representing some of the best technology in rejuvenation today. I also happen to use two of the lasers he represents all of the time, and I'm pretty obsessed with them. He also assists with other clinics establishing best business practices and facilitating outstanding client care. Let's get started. All right, episode one of this epic three-part series with Taj. We're going to talk about the secret to beauty. Taj, you can get everything done, known to man and still not be beautiful. Why do you think this is, and what's been your observation on this?
1: I think the reason that you can get everything done and still not feel beautiful is that people these days and throughout history have had challenges connecting with their inner beauty. I heard uh, an interesting quote the other day, and it went something along the lines of, you may look beautiful on the outside, but if you don't have a great personality, congratulations on your face. Um, (laughs) I, (laughs) I thought this was quite representative of what we're talking about today because, again, we're in this world where things come quick, easy, cheap, And we get rid of them after we're done with them. But really what's long lasting and what shows the the true beauty of the world is what comes from within. It's those connections we make with people. It's those little subtle gestures that we go out of our way to do to help somebody else. And I think that's really as cliche as it sounds. That's what true beauty is to me.
0: I had a client today. I was bringing her in and removing some sutures after she had had... Uh, upper eyelid surgery and i asked her how she was and she said i'm happy i was like whoa hmm. i've never had anybody say that to me before typically when we ask someone how they are they say oh i'm busy or i'm or good i'm good i'm fine right? but not i'm happy it's like oh i loved it and then i was talking to her a little bit more because when you work with a huge demographic of clients, you come across some pretty neat people, and I inadvertently, as a healthcare provider, learned so much from them, and that's really what what fuels me to continue to do all of this work online. It's amazing.
1: Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head. Is that being happy does really provide you beauty on the outside, um, and really, when you find that inner peace, you find that purpose, you find that happiness. You have this glow and this air about you, mm-hmm. this vibration, this frequency, whatever it is that you believe in that other people pick up on.
0: Totally. And when she said, I'm happy, it was like, oh dang, <laughs> that's next level. I'm using that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was so good. And I was looking at her and she was so beautiful. So I asked her afterwards, I'm like, well, what's your secret? What do you do? And... Um, and then we were just talking, and I told her I had just finished writing my book, and she had just finished writing hers, and <laughs> we're both kind of on this path, but she's a little bit older than I am, and she was saying, you know, as you age, you get these different things happening with your body. Your body does break down, but what we do at a younger age is so significant to prevent things like disease. Right. As you
1: age. And I think, you know, as we talk about happiness, what is one of the representations of happiness? And that's a smile, mm-hmm. which is something that it doesn't matter what part of the world you're in, a smile is considered beautiful. And so, again, you know, it's really just that that smile, that happiness, that really shows the world and, and shows you how beautiful you truly are.
0: It's a universal pleasantry.
1: It's a, exactly. I was... Um, doing a presentation yesterday at uh, one of the universities and they were talking about you know how do we how do we do better job of answering the phones they were students that were getting into the medical aesthetic industry and i said one really easy simple trick that you can do write a post-it note that just says smile and put that on your desk because even when you're talking to somebody on the phone if you have a smile on your face your tone of voice changes, mm-hmm. the words you use change. And again, whether it's vibration or feeling aura whatever it is, people can pick up on those energies and those feelings. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to be sitting in front of you. They can be across the, the globe and still feel that smile and happiness coming through.
0: I love it. <laughs> every morning when I check in with the amazing surgeon who I work with, yep. you know very well. Absolutely. Also, he's yep. pretty awesome to work with. I've worked with them since 2011, full-time. He asked me how I am and it's like every day I say I'm awesome. Every day is a good day.
1: But now you're going to say I'm happy. No, I'm going <laughs> to yeah, say <right>. I'm
0: happy. <laughs> yeah. And I just think that was such a really cool thing to hear today. So I wanted to share that with everybody. What do you think it really takes to be beautiful?
1: You know, I think that, again, some of those cliche sayings really do hold true. Mm-hmm. Um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. I mean, absolutely. I think like Plato said that. I, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it really comes down to forget the rest of the beholders. What do you feel about yourself? You know, how do you picture or think about yourself when you look in the mirror and that you know it's not it's not this idea of being cocky or thinking you know I have this many followers on Instagram because you're showing a picture of your booty Um, I think it really I totally don't do that I know I I follow you on Instagram Um, but I refuse to well good for you I mean at the end of the day some people do post that type of content if that's what makes them happy you know, absolutely go and do it. But I think a lot of the time when they are posting content of that nature, it's because there is some internal confidence missing and it's a cry for help to say, well, if I don't feel beautiful, maybe somebody else does think that I'm beautiful and it will help them patch up that that lack of self-esteem. So, you know, when it comes to feeling happy, feeling feeling confident in yourself, I find that to be very beautiful. I find, you know, again, those little random acts of kindness, the, the stuff that's outside of this superficial industry that sometimes people think we work in. And
0: what's really funny is that we're in that industry and you and I have come full circle.
1: Yeah, I absolutely have. You know, when I started, I thought the same way. I thought I'm getting into an industry where it's just about making rich people feel better about themselves. Um, and actually try and look different so that they they can hold that over other people. but the more that I work with clients and patients within the industry, I think to myself, you know, what about that seventeen year old guy who has acne on his face and he's he's nervous about asking the girl to the prom because he's not confident in himself and the reason I'm telling you that story is because that was me. No, that was, that was you. me, like I was that kid. That, okay, I'll I'll tell you a story. I was so shy that we would go clothing shopping to the Bay, or maybe it was Sears at the time, I don't know. Um, And my brother would have to ask for my size because I was too scared to talk to the sales associate. So it was for me this thing of, you know, you make somebody feel more beautiful on the outside. And it'll just showcase how beautiful they are on the inside.
0: Right.
1: Um, But absolutely. I think that, you know, that self-confidence is a big piece of it. But those little things. Look how
0: well you turned out. (laughs) Thank you. You're really handsome.
1: Well, thank you, Rachel. And you're (laughs) also a beautiful, multi-passionate, talented, awesome human being. (laughs) Count it. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome.
0: It's funny, we tend to go through these really awkward, ugly stages, because I totally did too, <laughs> with my crazy curly hair, and we turned out okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you <laughs> know, Cheers to that. Yeah, cheers to that. Without there Guinness.
0: you go. We're making all of you jealous right now.
1: <laughs> I heard she usually drinks tea during these things. But I do, yeah. yeah.
0: Tonight was a Guinness night.
1: Perfect. Good <laughs> to hear. Um, You know, this again was part of the presentation I did yesterday because I do have a lot of people that say, are you fulfilled in the job that you're in? Do you feel satisfaction? Do you feel like you're giving back to the world? So I had a couple slides. One was, you know, a young um, teenager, acne. And you look at the smile, even in the before and after picture. and, And actually more so than the smile, it's the eyes. Mm hmm. You can really tell a lot about a person when you look into their eyes and and you can see that pain or you can see that happiness that that you've helped them change. Um, The other example was uh, there were these triplets called the Burns triplets, and they were actually involved in a house fire when they were younger, very badly scarred, their face, their body. And you look at their after pictures now, after going through laser treatments, and they look like, you know, just beautiful, beautiful young women. Uh, like they, they haven't gone through that trauma.
0: was just curious, is that with Fatona technology?
1: Uh, it was actually the Luminous CO2. Cool. Um, so Luminous has been a huge supporter of burn units and, and mm-hmm. treating burn victims. Yeah, and
0: We, we use a Luminous one and it's yeah, fantastic absolutely. for brown spots, rosacea, yeah. red acne scars.
1: And, and that's the thing is some of these technologies are really the only thing they use when it comes to uh, revitalizing and and helping these burn patients. So much so that there are a lot of patients that lose mobility when they have burn accidents. Mm. And so that scar tissue prevents them from living a normal life. And so, you know... We even
0: mess with different channels and meridians in our bodies. Scar tissue can cause blockages on a number of different facets to our being that isn't physical.
1: Mm -hmm. So much so that I've actually seen some clinics now utilizing laser almost in the same way that you utilize acupuncture and acupressure.
0: I I actually treat frozen shoulder syndrome.
1: Oh, really? Oh, with the Fatona. Yeah, absolutely. So cool. So we have, uh, we have a clinic in one of the ski hills actually, this guy came in who had broken his elbow. The, the bone was broken. It was swollen, um, had no mobility at all. And the doctor decided, you know, a little bit of an, of an experiment here. What happens if I apply this relatively soon after the fracture?
0: Let's throw some heat in the area. Let's
1: throw some heat in the area. Mm-hmm. The guy had mobility that day and his pain subsided substantially.
0: So in case you're wondering, this is basically focalized NDA technology.
1: Exactly. So
0: red light therapies, there's red light, blue light, there's different light at different stages of the spectrum. Exactly. So this is energy that's at a specific frequency and it can have therapeutic effects.
1: Exactly. And, you know, I think you hit the nail on the head with the frequency, um, I've found that lately I've been looking for, you know, some spiritual balance in my life. And I found that frequency and vibrations has created an impact for me. But also what happens is that light energy absorbs into your mitochondria. Mm-hmm. They call it photobiomodulation. And you have release of things like ATP, nitric oxide, increasing the blood flow and the oxygenation to the area, which obviously would promote healing.
0: Mm hmm. I love Dave Asprey for talking about this stuff, the bulletproof guy, in case you haven't heard of him. I'm a huge fan.
1: Who hasn't heard of him?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And he really talks about some of the cutting edge stuff. And we're using some of these lasers that are $140,000 lasers.
1: This isn't what you're
0: using at home or finding on eBay. These are really powerful devices.
1: This is not a laser pointer. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) No. But I love that we're finding all of these therapeutic effects, and these devices were used for beauty.
1: I've even seen to the point where they've had an open wound, applied light energy to that wound, and you see a significant improvement in the healing time. Mm-hmm. So when you think back to Radio Star Trek, frequency was used for a lot of that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and I think it comes down to energy, and you know whether whether we look at it from a scientific perspective. Or more of a metaphysical perspective, um, energy is is crucial to the way we live our lives, and it's 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 in this table. It's inside of me. It's inside of you. It's inside of that Guinness.
0: <laughs> I know, right? Have you seen that show on Netflix called Heal?
1: I haven't. I was just oh, about to watch it it's before so I got here, but I was running <laughs> yeah. out of time. So that's on the list for when I when I finish with it, yeah.
0: It's really awesome because one of the speakers, I can't remember who it was, but he was, you know, sitting on this chair in nature looking very zen and spilling his secrets. He basically broke it down like this. We have physical bodies, we have our tissues, then we go to the tissues on you know, the cells coming together. And then you look at the cells, and then the cells have their nuclei. And then in the nuclei, there's the DNA. And then in the, the DNA strands, there's these nucleotides. And then you get into what makes up the nucleotides. Well, there are molecules. And then what's in the molecule? Well, there's an atom. <laughs> and then in the atom, you have the nucleus. It's got the proton, the neutron, a whole bunch of space, and just electrons flying around it. And then in the space in between... That's
1: where the good stuff is. Yeah, and, and I think the crazy thing too, when you think about it, is that you go down to these smaller and smaller and smaller particles, and the same matter that is at these smallest particles within the human body is the same thing that you go millions of miles into space that makes up a star. So you know, whatever it is you believe in, we. Are absolutely connected, and whether that's religion, whether that's evolution, whether that is
0: Higgs boson particle, exactly. Friggin' love that (laughs) discovery. It's so good because up close, it's like this neural web. It's basically visualizing every single thing is absolutely connected. Yeah, like this isn't woo woo anymore, guys.
1: And when you look at even you know the the patterns of an electron flying around and, and, and circling. There is no pattern. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's probability.
1: Right. Exactly. And th- you know, that one blew my mind. I, yeah, I, I actually, my yeah. On my nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's just so representative of what's up there in space. Um, you know, these little tiny microscopic things going on inside of us, is exactly the same things on a bigger scale that are that are going on up in space. So and
0: every decision we make impacts that.
1: Absolutely. Having
0: your Guinness, lighting some Palo Santo, <laughs> lighting some sage.
1: We did start a with zone. a little sage uh, session. I've never actually done one of these before. I'm usually a it's very smudging. Smudging, that's the <laughs> word for it. Very high energy, ADD type of personality, but I immediately felt calm. Love it. Yeah. So thank you for that. You're
0: very welcome. (laughs) My pleasure. (laughs) Do you think that was the stage or being around me or the space?
1: I think it was both. I know that smell is one of the most impactful senses when it comes to emotional feelings. And oddly enough, again, I, I think I've been on this little spiritual quest lately. So I walked into a what they call a metaphysical store yesterday and they did have some sage that was burning. What they had some It's called Utopia. Oh, okay. It's in North Vancouver. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I've been to good Spirit.
1: Okay, that's the one I wanted to check out as well. actually. I've heard some really good things about it. But you know, between the smells, the sounds of, of the sitar and, and that meditative music, um, that feeling that I got in the store, when I came here and sat beside you and I had the sage and, and your calm personality, I think it really kind of kicked me back to that. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's
0: very nice to hear that. <laughs> Thank you. I will take that as a compliment.
1: Yes, it, yes, it is. <laughs>
0: Thanks, Taj. What do you think it really takes to be beautiful? And this is very interesting because I think most of the viewers are going to be female. Sure. And I think that having that male perspective is going to be pretty cool.
1: Go for it. So I think that a lot of the time the answer is just put in the work. Um, if we're talking specifically about anti-aging and physical beauty, and I'll talk about that first, actually. So a lot of people will say, you know, I wish I had good skin. And I think this is, this is a bigger life lesson here. You know, I wish I had more money. I wish I had that job. Sometimes all it takes... Is just spending the time to Google it or ask somebody or...
0: Find an expert a- to guide you.
1: Absolutely. Um, I think if you want to find the most efficient, effective way to certain solutions, a mentor of some sort, whether that comes in the form of a book, a meeting in person or a podcast, there are people out there that have gone through that same journey that, that you're looking to achieve. Mm-hmm. So, you know, relating it back to beauty... There are people who have good skin. There are people who do podcasts about good skin. There are clinics you can go to, but you have to actually do the work. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of the time, I relate the anti-aging and and skincare to going to the gym. Do you think if you go to the gym one time for six hours every month that you're going to have a you know physically fit body? Probably not. Probably not. No. Probably not. Right. <laughs> But for some reason, we think we can do this with the anti-aging and and cosmetic medicine industry. So you have a lot of patients that will go and get some of these treatments done, but they don't wear their sunscreen. They don't use proper skincare.
0: I don't work with non-compliant clients, (laughs) by the way.
1: And that's why your clients look the best, right? (laughs) Thanks. I shouldn't say the best. I do work with a lot of other people, but um, definitely, you know... Some of the best pictures clients that I've seen walking out of your clinic are, um, again, part of it is their smile and their, their, their happiness and whatnot as well. But part of it is actually putting in the work. Um, again, if we, if we talk about this as a broader life lesson, what I found really works, set a goal, find a system and process to get there. And then just do it. Just did you ever see that Shia LaBeouf um, YouTube video? It was a motivational video that he did. And he just yells at the camera. Just (laughs) do it. (laughs) Just do it. Whatever your dream is, just do it. And, you know, I I think that is really what it takes is putting in the effort and the focus to to achieve that.
0: I have a random question. Yeah, please go for it. Do you think that it makes a difference if a client goes to a provider like myself, who really does my best to understand the optimization of the body, mind, and spirit to lead to optimal awesome beauty and then using amazing technologies? If someone like myself that has that outlook and that vibration myself will be able to provide a better outcome for my clients than someone who doesn't,
1: One hundred percent. So what I do a lot is provide consulting services for clinics like the one that you work at or clinics that are aspiring to be like the one that you work at. (laughs) Do they say that?
0: Have you ever had anybody say that they want to be more like us? (laughs)
1: I have. I'm not going to name names, but (laughs) yes, I've I've definitely heard that before.
0: (laughs) Well, that's really cool. Um, That's a huge compliment.
1: (laughs) But absolutely. I think one of the biggest... Trickle-down effect. Yes.
0: I'm thrilled if other people are starting to tune into this as being able to promote optimal beauty to guide their clients more holistically.
1: Exactly. And I think that's really the key is that, you know, we talked about how we as humans, the table and... Space is all connected. Mm-hmm. Everything comes full circle. Everything is working together. So it's the same thing when it comes to our physical beauty. I have to be happy internally and, and mentally beautiful. I have to put the work in from a nutrition standpoint and a and a physical fitness standpoint. I have to drink enough water.
0: And maybe not have Guinness all the time. <laughs>
1: maybe not all the time, but... A little bit, um, okay. From what... Some of my Irish friends tell me this is actually good for curing sickness, so I don't know if that's I don't a lie.
0: Guinness makes me feel pretty awesome. Yeah. so definitely my beverage. Yes,
1: yeah. but I think absolutely it it all works together, and I I really do try and stress how important it is to have a nutritionist that mm-hmm. you work with.
0: Absolutely, do a check in. Exactly. Last time I I had a big week long photo shoot in Belize. I yep. don't know if you remember this and. Late October, I got flown down to this 11-acre Yeah,
1: I was jealous life. that you didn't ask me to <laughs> to pose in a bikini oh, on the beach. <laughs> goodness,
0: it was a It was a dream. I was in and out of the water all day long, got ready like three times a day, easily 14-hour days. Yeah. I mean, I worked for that trip. Don't <laughs> be fooled, right? And I met with a nutritionist to get me shredded for it and yeah. also personal trainer and things like that. But what I learned working with that t- nutritionist, her name's Allie Short, and she changed my life. She put me through this like 200 question questionnaire and really highlighted some things I needed to work on. And I already thought I had a really great diet. There's always things that you can improve on. And yeah. having other guides to help steer you in the right direction is so important. And then also on top of that, to identify things and tweak them before they become an issue later.
1: Exactly. I mean, whether it's physical fitness, whether it's financial success, um, whether it's mental stability or relationships, I think really the key again is actually taking the time to strategize and and plan and really think about your goal. Um, part of the book I've been writing actually is really related to how do you effectively use goal setting in your life?
0: Do you think that all multi-passionate awesome humans write books?
1: I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I, I mean, mine's written. It's just, you know, it's I ha- I haven't actually put the effort to publish it. It was more of a hobby and more of a way for me to... Be creative. You know, it, it wasn't actually to be creative. Being a multi-passionate, awesome human being, <laughs> I have a lot of creative outlets. You know, I think we share quite a few of them. Yeah. Guitar. hmm Um, You got
0: my guitar right behind you. Off roading,
1: you know we can easily turn this podcast into a jam session. (laughs) Let's let's do
0: it. We got three guitars in here.
1: Perfect. Two amps. A piano. Piano. Boom. But you know it is really about not only setting a goal and saying where am I going, but where am I starting from. And I think if you take the time to figure out where am I now, where am I going. It's a lot easier to figure out, how do I get there? Mm -hmm. And you can, again, listen to a podcast, find a mentor, read a book, because a lot of people have achieved the same goals that you might have in your life, Mm -hmm. and they can likely provide you a step-by-step guide to get there. Um, I sort of liken it to a road trip. I know we both love traveling. And so that's kind of how I describe it, is imagine you hopped in your car and tried to drive to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. And you had no map.
0: I got to stay at your place down there, by the way.
1: Yes, you we should just talk about that. Absolutely, later. <laughs> yeah. You know, you had no map, you had no GPS, you had nothing. What is the chance you're going to get there? Slim to none. If I, you know, here's another interesting... Have you ever been at the mall and you're trying to find the food court, but on the map you don't have that you are here, and you just have no. You're walking around aimlessly because there's no you are here. So again, you know, when I relate this to goal setting, you can know where you want to go, but if you haven't figured out where you are now, you are here, it's a lot harder to get there.
0: And what's the most important thing is to realize where you are. It's called present moment awareness. Exactly. My so, thoughts.
1: you know, I know I went a little bit off topic, but mm-hmm. again, I think if you're trying to achieve certain goals from a... Skin care, uh, skin care point of view or beauty point of view. The
0: secret to beauty.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I would treat it the same way that you treat other other things in your life. Mm-hmm. Set a goal, create a system and a process, and just do it!
0: Like wash your face morning and night, moisturize morning and night, exactly. wear your sunscreen every day, exfoliate a couple times a week, get some chemical peels, hide your facials in every couple months. Absolutely. Laser treatment one to three times a year. Do your Botox a couple times a year. Do your fillers a couple times a year. That's kind of like everything with the icing on the cake.
1: That, that's exactly it. And, you know, I think two important points that um, you may not have said explicitly, but I picked up on, is that it really does take more than just one particular tool
0: pieces of the puzzle.
1: Yeah, pieces of the puzzle. Um, you know, the analogy I use is that I can hammer in a nail with a hammer but I can also use a laptop if I need to. It doesn't mean it's the best option. So use the right tool for the job. But then the other piece that was was really important is that have a plan, have a program, go to a treatment provider that doesn't just help you chase the line or the wrinkle. Mm-hmm. Look at how do I create a program that's not only going to correct the issues that I have now, that's bothering me now, but how do I prevent further challenges down the road
0: and let's build up that foundation exactly and use technologies that work exactly in the next episode we are going to talk about shitty lasers (laughs) what's good what's not so good there you go
1: (laughs) i can talk about shitty lasers
0: (laughs) and what's awesome in the world of rejuvenation today you're just gonna have to keep listening to the next episode in the series to understand about the best laser technologies available today Thanks for tuning in to this episode and learning about our secret to beauty.
1: Thank you, Rachel. Uh, again, as a multi-passionate, <laughs> awesome human being, I feel very comfortable talking to you. Uh, cheers. <laughs>
0: cheers. Great episode. Have a good one, everybody. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Even warm.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just are. so good. I love
0: Guinness. I swear I'm Irish in a past life.
1: I think sometimes they're better when they're warm.
0: <laughs> mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, when it's on tap, I like it when it's when it's, got it's on, tap. on tap. Yeah, it's got a nice yeah. froth. Yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's
0: just a travesty in the can. Which I know. Just real. I know. It's so much better in, in yeah. that, the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. In this three-part series, we are going to talk about the secret to beauty. Then we are going to get right into some of the best technologies available today for rejuvenation, and lastly, how we as busy professionals stay grounded so that we can continue to be multi-passionate, awesome humans, and of course, be sustainably successful. Taj, thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to catch all three episodes in this series. Taj, where can people find you?
1: People can find me on Instagram, at Cosmetic Consulting
0: thanks for listening everybody head on over to rachelvarga.ca to check out some of my other amazing free resources to help you make smarter decisions for aging well and basically being a more awesome human and be sure to drop an instagram story of you listening to this podcast and tag both of us in it at cosmetic consulting and at rachel Varga official. also please leave a review on itunes as it helps others find this brand new podcast have a good one